Good morning and welcome. We are back officially sort of on schedule for the first time in a little while. <laughs> Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Sunday Conversation Podcast. Aaron and I. Episode 201. This might actually be easy for a few minutes. Like, And by a few <laughs> minutes, I mean like a few weeks. Uh, episode 201, we got Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa, Dickie's Barbecue, and One Stop Convenience on the ones and twos. Or they're not on the ones and twos. We are. They support the ones and twos. Aaron, how the hell are you, bro? Uh, I'm good, Benny. What a difference a week makes. Um, this, this week has been... Okay, let me... I, I've probably said this now... Let's see what 2021, 2022, this is probably the fourth time I've said this, but like, it's such an interesting contrast. The way my work life goes. Yeah. The end of the year, as opposed to the first week of the new year. I think the week of Christmas I wrote, I think I wrote something like, like $83,000 worth of business like that, like Christmas week. This week I wrote, I think $8,800. Like I'm not, and that's not even an exaggeration. I'm, right. I'm pretty sure that's how much business I did this week. Um, like on the one hand, obviously it sucks. Cause you like, I get, we get a report on Fridays with, you know, our commission report shows everything we sold. And then, you know, the bottom line of what your gross, you know, uh, um, income is for the week. And I'm looking at, I'm like, Jesus, thank God I've paid like most of my bills for the month of January already. Cause it's, your boy's going to be eating ramen noodles and tuna fish next week. But um, but the flip side to that is there's no pressure. There's no stress. It's just show up, get some checks. I think I was home. You know, if my boss is listening to this. I was home at 5 o'clock every day this week. But in reality, I was probably home around 3.15 every day this week. And a couple of those days I was like, ah, I'll just stretch it and stay on the road a little bit longer. Um but my week was good, you know, uh, back in the gym, you know, getting the, uh, the old eating dialed back in, not that it was, had gone wrong, but when Vilda was here, I was just, you know, I didn't go to the gym. I just ate whatever the fuck I wanted. Um, we're going to get our, uh, our first snowstorm of the year. This, uh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Cause we dude, it just monsooned here last night and we looked at the radar and it's just coming up the coast. So, um, yeah. Our whole backyard is just chock full of water right now. Yeah, um, there's they're calling for well four inches in New Haven. Obviously, we don't get as much because we're we're on the on the shore. The water. Manchester says right now eight uh, eight inches in the next forty eight hours. Oh, shout out all the snowplow guys! They're getting fired up. Go get some blood money. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's also nice. I mean, we haven't. Like last year, I don't, I don't think we had any kind of significant snow. Um, you know, snowstorms are are fucking fun. Uh, I do have a problem though, Ben. Um, oh, hit hit me that oh, I just oh. realized today, because it has snowed so irregularly lately. I, for the last couple of years, have not owned a pair of snow boots. I had just always used my. I thought you were gonna say like snow tires or something like that. Well, I don't have those either, but I just don't plan on going anywhere once the snow starts. I mean, yeah, you don't need to. Um, but uh, yeah, so I haven't had snow boots in probably two years. So I had been using 
those like hunter rain boots that I have. And then I just pack, you know, I just put on heavy wool socks and all good. Uh, however, those hunter boots started to get holes in them and it, you know, rain boots that have holes in them are not oxymoron. Just not the best design feature. You know, the, the point is to keep your feet dry. And if you're just getting your feet wet, it just seemed kind of, uh, stupid so i threw them out a couple weeks ago and i've been meaning to get new ones but with the holidays and everything going on i kind of forgot about it and now we have a snowstorm coming and i'm like oh shit i'm just gonna be like my dad and wear sneakers out in the snow uh when i take sasha out later so um but again but you know what the fucked up part two has been and we've talked about this a couple times i'm sure i went to the grocery store yesterday for the first time maybe in my adult life since I've lived on my own. Cause I just, I've talked about this. I always end up having to go to the grocery store just to get groceries, not to like load up or anything crazy. And it just always happens to be on the day when we have a snowstorm coming. So this week I was like, you know what? I'm going to get ahead of it. I don't even need that much stuff, but I'm going to go Friday. I'm going to grab a couple things that way. You know, I don't have to do it Saturday. All good. I go there yesterday in the middle of the afternoon and it's just fuck all the eggs are gone. Like milk's cleaned out. And it's like, what is up with you fucking people? Like, especially where we live, it's going to be what four to six inches. It, you'll be out of your house by 11 AM on Sunday. What, what the fuck is up with people? I don't, I blows my mind every time this happens. Aaron, what if quick thought, what if they just didn't put it out? Or don't put it out or don't have it. You know, so like they let the eggs die down. They're like, oh, storm in the forecast. Let's just not put anything out and just send everyone into an absolute panic. You know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to some degree, you know, the grocery stores love snowstorms. Good for the liquor stores, though, too. So hopefully it'll be good for me this week. But uh, other than that, pretty uneventful week. You know, uh, I went and played poker last night. Um, actually you, you'll appreciate it. You this. win a fortune. No, I finished third and I, it just got to the point in the night where I just was like, I'm just like, I'm over this. I'm just going to bet heavy every hand. And if I lose, I lose. And then that's, I got, I got beat on the turn on, uh, on a hand, um, you know, with a low pair. So whatever it happens, it couldn't care less. Um, but the guy whose house I was at was my account that was buying all the barrels of bourbon. And so in his kitchen, and I should have fucking taken a taken a picture of this. It's just it's uh Pappy 15 year, High West Midwinter's Night's Dram, Four Roses Limited Edition Small Batch, basically just all the hardest to get bourbons uh, you know on the planet. Uh, I had a wild turkey from 1993 that like they don't even make Midsummer anymore. Midsummer Night's Dram is hard to get. Not anymore. It, there was a period where it was hard to get. Now they're making so much I was of it. It's, say. it's hard to get in the sense it's once a year. But it's not hard to get in the sense that they make a ton of it. Um, but, you know, he's just like, here's a Glencairn glass, you know, the little whiskey glasses. And he's like, yeah. pour yourself whatever you want. And uh, and I'm not even like a big bourbon neat drinker. But I don't know. I probably drank conservatively $1,200 worth of whiskey last night just hanging out playing cards. And it was, eh, it was fun. It was interesting. You know? <laughs> What, uh, did you have some of the Pappy? I mean, how do you know? I did, I did, because I, because I, I think I talked about it on here, at, I did, at uh, Jake's wedding, I had Pappy 10 and Pappy 12, 
And then this was Pappy 15, which I don't know if I've had before, maybe had once. Um, it was good. Again, you know, it, you know, for the wholesale cost, which is, I don't know, maybe 150 bucks a bottle. It's good. It's good whiskey. But for the secondary market cost where it's $1,600 to $2,000 a bottle, like it's just insane that, that people go fucking bananas for that stuff. But it's good. You know, look at me. I, I like fucking over here. This is whiskey that, you know, these bourbon hunters, some of them will never try in their entire lives. And it's just like, well, yeah, that's the thing, dude. Yeah, I worked at a liquor store, hate bourbon, got to try all the good shit. And half the time I'd be like, you to that and I, and i'd be like that was pretty good and it's like oh what's that it's like some like random ass like cheap like sazerac nothing <laughs> you know the stuff that was just to the connoisseur like you know disgusting was the only ones that would like re like taste reasonable to me but then again i'm not a whiskey guy so yeah and and i you know uh, nor am I really. I mean, I like I like whiskey cocktails, and I don't mind drinking whiskey if someone puts it in front of me. But like, I'm not. I it's not my go to. It's, I don't go to places and like you know what I could go for a fucking bourbon neat right now. Um, but anywho, that that was my week seeing the family today for uh, my dad's side of the family for uh, just like a secondary little get holiday get together because we didn't see them uh, over the actual holidays, and then uh, and then it's getting hunkered down for the snowstorm, but. How was your week, buddy? How's uh, the first week of the new year for you? I mean, groovy. And nothing nothing crazy. Um built a built a pump house. That was pretty cool. And then a pump house. What do you mean a pump yeah, house? Yeah, like like for uh, irrigation. Oh, like got it. Okay. Pump. So just like a little thing to house a pump and then picked up two more jobs just by doing that job so um sometimes you wonder like when the work's gonna come and then it just comes so that was good and uh aside from that i mean nothing out of the ordinary it's been freezing down here all right well, so cold? i don't like 37 you know in the mornings that's i think that's fair cold. to say that's pretty cold yeah it, it is literally um, almost, almost freezing. Quite literally. So now it's kind of uh, subsided. I think I don't know if it had something to do with that rain that's headed headed your way, but um, either way, it, it just it's like bizarre. Connecticut didn't get a snowstorm last year, and you know Florida's thirty-seven degrees, so. Well, yeah, and um, um, you know, it, motherfucker. All right, Ben. I, I sorry to be to completely change this, but the the war is back on. You know, at first I had I was at war with the postal service. They've been fine lately. I also have not like really been ordering anything worth, you know, anything that I'm comfortable not getting i basically have not been or excuse me anything i'm uncomfortable not getting i haven't been ordering through the postal service i've, I've learned my lesson enough times now but now i got beef with fucking amazon these motherfuckers so last week i left my uh 
cell phone charger in the hotel. And uh, I mean, I have a couple in my apartment, but I like having like one that I just was like my dedicated, like I bring, I just leave it in my, in my um, overnight bag. And so I have a charger, you know, I don't have to remember to bring, I just always have one. And uh, I was like, you know what? I kind of need, uh, I kind of need protein powder. I need um, uh, treats for Sasha. And I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just order it all in one shot. Order it Tuesday. Uh, excuse me. Order it Monday. Supposed to be here Wednesday. Email says it's delivered. App says it's delivered. No picture. Go downstairs. Sure enough, not there. Okay, great. Put the order back through to come yesterday. Same thing again. Doesn't come. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what are these? A, A what are these drivers doing with these packages? And B, what are they marking them delivered for if they're if they're just not delivering? Them? I, I just I don't get it. I just don't get it. And it's fucking mind boggling to me that this company is as big as it is. And it's like, I can't even get the package and then take it one step further. I don't know if you've had to do this. I'm sure you have at some point. But like getting a refund is, you know, uh, uh, you got to talk first. You got to wait 24 hours. Then you got to talk to artificial intelligence and then it's like, okay, a refund will be, you know, credited to your payment, you know, your original payment account in three to five business days. Then last night I get an email saying, we can't refund your payment to your, your payment account. Like, do you want an Amazon gift card or do you want a check in the mail? Oh, get the check, dude, for sure. Get the check. No, I don't want the check. <laughs> it takes no, six I months for it to come. Uh, <laughs> I mean, aren't checks just in right now? I mean, yeah. yeah. Everybody loves that, you know, getting a check and then having to go to the bank and deposit it and, and you know, do that whole rigmarole. Although, you know, to be fair, you can just use ATMs these days. It's pretty, pretty easy. Um, but so I did the gift card thing and like, you know, who the fuck knows if that's even going to come? Plus, I'm so sketched out about like, like scam emails that like. You know, it feels like such a fucking bullshit. E it, the, the email starts off greetings. Who says greetings? What Fortune 500, you know, what what Fortune 100, Fortune 10 company? What publicly traded company? Thank you. That was that was where I was looking for there. Starts their emails with fucking greetings. Anyways, I saw now yeah, that four with Bezos. Honestly, that's, yeah, well... Have fun, cause that Amazon's really just the U.S. government. I know, and so. here's the here's the pro the other problem, Ben, is I'm an Amazon shareholder. My largest stock position is Amazon. And oh my god, you I've done problems. I've done quite well on my Amazon position over the last year because I was, I think I even gave this advice on this podcast. And I hope people listened. Amazon was like trading in the low 80s, high 70s around this time last year, and I said to everybody, you know, buy Amazon, that's going to come back. And that was excellent advice. It was in the one forties at one point. Um, so now I'm in a, in a conundrum. What, I mean, what do you do? Do I sell my whole Amazon position and just out of protest? I mean, I've done dumber things with money. Um, Aaron, I have to say, <laughs> That, like, 
to think that we would enter a world where you could no longer run down to FARS and just get what you needed. Ben, can I tell you something? It cracks me up that every time we talk about this, FARS (laughs) is the example you use. It's like the 50th time FARS has been mentioned It's the only, like, mom and pop, like, little, like, sporting goods store that I ever went to. That's definitely true. You know, it's like, Dick's Sporting Goods was the next thing, and that was having to go to the mall. So, shout, shout out FARS. Shout out Farce for the 500th time on this you know, podcast. <laughs> I wonder if the Pete, like if the Farce, like if they thought they were like, had it made. I mean, they had it made at one point. It's like they were, you know, how many tr- sets of skateboard decks they probably sold? Oh, I used to buy my skateboards there. 100%. Mm. I mean, I used to buy fishing stuff there. By all kinds, but I bought my darts that I don't even know where the fuck those darts went to. But I had I bought darts there. Um, great store, and apparently I just googled it. Still open today, man. Which is not family, true. Family owned since 1955. Wow, Fars. Yeah, are you saying Fars is closed? I don't know. I thought I would assume that it's closed. Let's look. I'm pulling up their Instagram right now. Let's see when the last post was. Uh, this was uh, June seventh, twenty eighteen. So that's not the best sign, but Google says it's still open, and Google is the all. Um, Google is the all-knowing, the Almighty gods of the universe. However you want to phrase it. Um. Uh, but I lost my track here. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Where can you go and get a food charger, a food charger, <laughs> a phone charger, protein Dude, powder, and dog hope, treats all in one spot? I hope you didn't just have some like pre, uh, what's that? Some foreshadowing like, oh, did you get your food charger? Like, I hope we're not like going to end up like running off like charged food at some point in our lives. Uh, can you imagine? By the way, I think I saw a thing recently that you know how they were like it was uh, that like artificial meat, um, that you know that lab grown meat that was going to be like the future. Yeah, that, like Did they go out of business. No, it's not that they went out of business, but like it's just like basically. I think the article was like you know it's just it's not. This gonna, is it's not gonna probably happen. not going to work. Yeah. Um. And then I saw so the uh, the. The, my guy who's my bartender at the, the Michelin star restaurant in Oslo's cocktail bar, uh, who's a vegan and you know, we're, we're still friends on Instagram. He fucking posted a video the other day of them, like legitimately like 3d printing ground beef. And it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Cause you know how like ground beef comes in like a package at the grocery store. And it's just like in that same pattern, just printing ground beef and it was very fucking trippy to see okay question when they when you say like or in terms of like 3d printing are they printing it like with like nutrients or is it like like plastic you know like is that is that are they 3d printing that ground beef to be consumed i'm guessing yeah i assume so 
So, like, how does a 3D printer work? Like, are, is that like an ink blob and there's no nutritional value to it? Or is it like... I don't Let's get it, see. dude. What is 3D printed meat? Made out of lab-grown stem cells. So, yeah. Is an edible rendering of a meat-like product created from an additive manufacturing process. Layer-by-layer -layer 3D printed meat is constructed or scaffolded from a bio-ink that extrudes out of a 3D printer nozzle. These protein-packed prints replicate the look and mouthfeel of conventionally farmed butchered meat down to a cellular level to the point where they can be considered genuine meat by the Good Food Institute. That sounds like a legit oh, organization. Yeah, well, the Good Food Institute. The, they're, they're... GFI, everyone knows that. Um, here, what is 3D printed meat made of? Three-dimensionally printed meat is made from cultured meat, which means it is lab-grown, cell-based, or cultivated. While it's created from the fat and muscle cells of an animal, the process does not require – so it's not even vegan. Uh, Wait, it's not vegan? No. Well, it's no. made from the fat and muscle cells of an animal. So so technically, no. So you would have never been able to eat it, Ben. Uh, oh, okay. Here, sorry. Meat substitutes or plant-based alt meats are also pioneering the 3D printed meat space. These faux meat products are commonly created from filament mixtures that combine soy, pea protein, beetroot, chickpeas, coconut fat, and even algae proteins, depending on the brand. So, you know... I don't necessarily think we get enough credit for the fact that we can jump from mom and pop owned sports stores to 3d printed meat in two sentences. Like I don't, I don't think people appreciate what they're getting here enough when it comes to our versatility granted, but we just kind of brushed over both topics. Yeah. Not to mention what, like, you know, I, I went through a, a time in my life where I was, you know, looking back on my, on my time of not eating meat, like, I definitely don't think that I necessarily ate healthier. I ate so much, have I talked about that? Like how mm -hmm. much pizza... Mm -hmm. Ahead, like bro. I've eaten so I've eaten so much I ate so much like pizza so much cheese pizza that it's not it was not like what it was interesting now now that I've um harvested a deer in my life and you know I've been eating off that deer for an entire year and I mean I think that was always like the you know, one of my things was like the, the whole like factory farming. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, it's disgusting, you know, straight up. Like I could even say that now, but you know, it's like, uh, unless you're going to a local, you know, farm and, and buying a cow or, you know, hunting your own stuff. It's like, there's just no way to get around it. It's just simple, simple fact. Like, you know, we, we're not in tribes anymore and go out hunting and carry our meat home. It's like, it, it's, it's already, it's like a thing of the past. And it's, it's, I feel like it's just going to keep heading in that direction, you know, especially with this, you know, crazy new technology of, of 3d printing ground beef. Um, and, and when it gets to the point where like, you know, you can't really tell a difference. That's the, the real problem because then it's like, you're duped. Like, okay, what am I actually getting?
you know they're going to get better. They're going to make it look more real 3D printing it than they than it is like because that's just like the way it goes. You get humans get an image of their in their mind of like you know like what like perfection or whatever it's like supposed to look like. So they'd rather see that than like you know ground beef at you know like call it like the little tiny like noodle you know like mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah like maybe in you know it, it hits a piece of fat in in the noodle like breaks you know if you held up a perfect one to somebody and like one that you know is is supposedly real yeah they're gonna pick they're gonna pick the prettier one right yeah i mean going back to what you were saying about when you were when you were not eating meat it's because it's interesting like i I listened to rick rubin talk about it because he was vegan for a while and now he's like on like a carnivore diet and he, he said the same thing he was like i was a vegan for however many years and it was the unhealthiest i've ever been in my entire life he's like because i used to just eat you know potato chips and all this other junk and like i convinced myself that like what i was doing was healthy because i wasn't eating meat and like that's the tagline right is it's both healthier and excuse me better for the environment and he's like but i was the unhealthiest i've ever been in my entire life he was like i was 320 pounds and grossly obese and he's like and then as soon as i switched and started eating meat again and like switched to this like carnivore diet he's like the pounds started coming off i started feeling better i started having less health issues um I don't know, man. It's a very, it's a very weird time to be alive, especially when it comes to food, because it's just there's so much, like counter. I I think that the only way to truly do it is be like, you know, as as messed up as this is, like unbelievably rich. Like yeah. if you had, if you had, if you woke up every morning and had a spread of fruit and like, you know, just. I mean, you start to go down the list of like really health, you know, whatever. Think of anything you can think of. Like you need to pack that stuff in. Like it's a fact, like you need to eat more of it. So it needs to be constantly available. And it's like most people can eat healthy like that for like one day because it's, you know, 1195 for two apples at the grocery store nowadays, you know, it's like, Um, and it's like not even a good apple, you know, I guess like the, when I, when I think like in my mind of like, like somebody like truly eating, like really healthy, it's like they're on a yacht somewhere and they have like all of like the, uh, like Caribbean fruits, you know, papaya, um, pineapple, mango like luscious fruit that's like you just aren't getting at stop and shop in hampton um yeah exactly exactly i mean it is interesting when you look at like diets of people around the world and what they have access to and what that uh you know what their diets look like comparatively to ours and it's funny that like in a country where, you know, one of the wealthiest countries in the world and we have access to so much stuff, like people still inherently 
like choose shitty foods. I'm actually reading a book about, well, it's not about food. It's actually more about alcohol, but like human evolution and how what we eat and drink has like shaped it. Uh, and it's, it's interesting, like the way like evolutionary evolutionarily, what, I don't even know if that's a word, what sugar meant to the human diet and the reason why we have such a predilection for it. And like how that has evolved into the point where now we just eat ultra processed. What, what was that word you just used? Pre predilection. That's a good word. Yeah, what I is it? I might've even used it wrong. <laughs> uh, predilection is uh, a reference or special liking for something. Okay. So now I used it right. A preference or special liking for something, a bias in favor of something. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to tuck that one into my, uh, predilection my, my into the file. Yeah. into the lexicon um but yeah i mean it's it's all it's all quite the, and, I, uh, and i say i i guess like i want to retract and sound not sound like a a complete you know douche but like i was talking about like eating those fruits on like you know a yacht it's like because i feel like that's the place where you see them like like if you ate, I think you just have to be somewhere really warm to eat like a, like a, a truly like superbly healthy diet. Um, or you have to move about like based on, you know, the season, you know, it's like, if you want to eat unbelievable apples, well, head towards new England in the fall. You know, it's like, if you want, strawberries i don't even know where you know like good i mean i guess native strawberries blueberries maine you know i like yeah huckleberries out west you got you know oranges in florida and it's just like when you start to break it down it's like you can't have un like unlimited of all those things, you know, it, it would truly be like difficult to eat, you know, unless it's like canned or preserved somehow, you know, it's like you're so basically like stuck to the region that you, you know, reside in sure. based on like the food that you eat. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. And I, I, I think the crazier thing is like, you know, half the stuff that gets sold in a supermarket today is like, it's like dyed that color, you know, it used it at one point in its life, like it, you know, an apple would turn red or whatever, but nowadays they like spray it. They literally like spray paint r red russet potatoes because they're not ready. But, but if you pick them too late, then they all die on the shelves. So you got to pick them that early, but then they don't look like that. So it's just like, you know, what the fuck? Excuse my language, but I just saw some on those potatoes the other day. That's why I said it. Um, oh. Yeah. I just saw something yesterday that potatoes are the most satiating food we can eat. And I never eat potatoes. Makes me want to go out and get some potatoes and chop, chop them Sweet up. Sweet potatoes, though you gotta get, you gotta go with the old yams. 
Um, That's yeah. pound for pound the most um, healthy food on the planet, they say. Well, I mean, that makes sense. But, um, hey, listen, we're running out of time. I got to go handle something real quick. Um, you got anything else you want to bring up? Okay. You, 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 uh, you're back now. Um, all right, Betty, 201 in the books. Looking forward to an, a great new year. Um, great chat, buddy. Love you. Hey, love you, bro.